Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today I want to discuss a few delays we're seeing with Marvel properties coming up. Now, this does not include Captain Marvel or Loki Season 2, so don't worry about those. This is projects that are a little bit further out, um, but, you know, that they're, um, yeah, they're delayed. Um, there's no other way to kind of really say it. Um, so, um, I am reading for an article today, primarily because um, I want to get the um, information as right as possible. I, I have a very big thing about I don't like people just regurgitating news. So I'm going to kind of try and pick out the bits that are important and discuss them rather than just saying them to you. This is not an update video. This is a discussion, as I always like to have here. So um, I'll be reading from this, but just so you're aware, if I'm looking down, it's not that I'm reading from a teleprompter teleprompt or anything weird like that. This is, is, this is as authentic as any other video, uh, as any other episode of the podcast for those listening on um on Spotify, etc. This won't matter to you, of course, but just so everyone knows, we're reading an article um, because uh, it's going to give us the best information um, to then discuss, essentially. Okay, so Marvel Studios has rescheduled several of its Disney shows. Um, this comes, of course, on the back of the Writers Guild of America strikes and the uh, SAG-AFTRA strikes as well which I don't know the, uh, the full acronym of, so we're not going to embarrass ourselves by trying that. Um, so this starts with, let's have a look. It starts with talking about season two of What If. Now, What If season one came out, I believe, oh gosh, a year and a half ago or something like that now. It, it, it's, a, it's a while. It's been a while. And season two was meant to come out the beginning of 2023. Um, and, but it's been delayed a few times because of that. Um, it's now going to, the um december this year now this one's weird for me because it seems to me that this show has been done for a while so i don't know why they're pushing it back unless it's something that they're trying like unless it's something that's connected to another project like unless there's like an intimation in this project like maybe one of the episodes are for a show or something that hasn't come out yet because of x y or z reason um like it could be a reference to lucky season two for example and thus they want to kind of keep that aside because it's going to link in who knows but um yeah it, it, it's been weird um especially because season one had an episode missing remember the, the gamora and uh what if it, the episode basically be what if tony stark had landed on um sakaar um after like going through the portal at the end of um the battle of new york so there's already an episode that was basically not done, but way on its way to being finished because it was the Lego set. There's um, Gamora showed up, that Gamora showed up at the end of the um, this first season. Um, so that was that's a very weird one for me. I, I don't know what's going on with that. That seems like I, I can't really rationalize that one. Like any other one, I can be like, okay, it's the strikes, or okay, this might be going on, or okay, they might be moving this because of this. But this, that one is very weird to me because. Unless it's just animated issues, like they're not they're not confident on the animation for a few episodes or whatever. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it, it's a weird one. So that's that one. Now, Echo. So, funnily enough, I was just rewatching Hawkeye the other day, but 2021's Hawkeye starring um, obviously Echo. Um, do, 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 uh, it was moved from November 29th to January. So it was meant to come out in November this year. Uh, and it's now moving to January 2024. Um, 
The weird thing with this one is apparently this is all done as well because the idea was that they were going to release all of it at once, a day one release, which is concerning in and of itself because what does that say? That's it. They don't have confidence in this brand or does it say that they want to release it all at once for some peculiar reason? Are the episodes shorter? We don't know. We don't know anything about the show really. Um, but that's really, I've, I've got to be honest, it's disappointing because rewatching Hawkeye, I've really, really enjoyed Echo as a character, and I think I, I really want to explore Echo some more, so it's, it's a shame we're going to have to wait till January now to see more of Echo. Um, in the same vein, um, X-Men 97 was meant to release in 2023, fall 2023, that is now 2024. I don't know why that one, again, that one's kind of more understandable because that one was announced and thus they might be trying to kind of really work out how they want to um do the show for example right or they might be running behind on the latter episodes because this show was only announced i forget when it was announced but it, it's not like a show that's been in the works for e eons it's it's more of a um a more recent addition so to speak and and not kind of like a season two or anything either and not like a movie that's like planned years and years in advance um, also, this one's very, very interesting, Agatha. Um, so Agatha's gone under another rename, but we don't know if this is actually a rename or rather kind of like uh, a kind of in-universe joke, but um, apparently it's now called Agatha Darkhold Diaries. But I think from what I've intimated is that it's going to do something very similar to One Division and be based on different things. And some people were arguing there might be a uh, reference to the Princess Diaries. Not 100%. Not 100% on that one. But anyway, this is completed filming. So I don't know why quite this was um, pushed back again, but it's looking to be... Um, uh, so this has been announced 2022, and it's now moving to, I think, a 2024 slot, which, again, disappointing. Um, so those are the shows that are pushed back. Never mind. Um, I think it's Daredevil and Wonder Man. Uh, yeah, Daredevil and Wonder Man, which aren't finished filming because of the, the strikes as well. So we've got a lot of shows that are from Marvel's side and, and, and not so much the movies, which is a very good thing. At least, you know, we're still getting some Marvel content. And of course, let me just make this very clear. I am not against the strikes. I'm very, very pro-strike. I'm very happy that the things are happening. Of course, it just it, it's obviously disappointing that we have to get to a point where we have to push projects back because... um um the big companies won't accept the fact that they should be paying fairly for the work that they expect these actors and the supporting um, professions to do. Um, it's just, it's just, it's strange to me and peculiar in so many ways. I, I just, I find it very hard to believe that they don't want to, you know, there's some companies that are out there to make money. And I imagine a lot of the CEOs are very much in the same mindset, right? But I feel like, you know, I, I'm not saying that Kevin Feige can come to the table on this because it's a Bob Iger decision. Right? There's many others involved in this as well. But it seems like with Marvel and with Star Wars, these people want to create this content. As much as they want to profit from it, they want to make the content, right? And so it's really weird to me to see this situation where they're like, okay, we just want. And it's like, but you love these franchises, right? You want to see these franchises persist. You make a lot of money off them anyway surely a small you know subsidy in your in your like the amount that you make drop in the ocean right it, it it's very foreign concept they want to keep getting richer um but 
are now hampering their ability to do so. Yes, their rate would lower down, but it, it's a weird thing, and I I don't know the whole details, but it's just it's a very weird scenario, and I don't get it. Especially if you're in a creative field, I feel like I could I could I could understand if it was something that was purely about profit, right? But creativity, the the art, so to speak, like how do you sit there and go, yeah, let's just make more money out of it? Like, don't you want to make something good at the same time? Like, for example, with me and my content. Do I want it to eventually become a career that I could pursue? Yeah, but do I want my every video I put out to mean something and be worthwhile and be to the standard that I expect? Do yeah, of course. There's no video that I put out on my channel that I I put out and go that was actually really. I mean, obviously, I I can look back and go mm, don't like where that went, you know. Then, but like now, I'm like every piece of content I put out, I believe in or find funny or think someone will find value in. So it's very weird to see. A scenario where someone's like, and I know this is kind of capitalism, right? I get it, I get it, but it's just so weird to me. It doesn't compute in my head. You're in a creative field. Why are you not wanting to pursue that creativity whilst also making money? And this isn't to say like, you know, there's there's movies that will bomb, for example, right? Some movies will bomb, but people put heart into them, right? Um, perfect example. I use it almost every time. The Last Jedi it didn't bomb financially, but a lot of people didn't like the movie. But we can, we all, I think we could all agree that Ryan Johnson probably tried his very best on making the movie that he wanted to make. There's no kind of argument about that. So it's very weird that we have this scenario where there's people who are kind of almost willfully making bad or lesser things just to save and skimp on money that they're already making, like, loads of. Just, and it's not even for their company, it's for themselves, essentially. So they can take their paycheck home. It's not like they're, like they're saying, oh, we must do this to like it's not like disney is on bankruptcy right if disney was in bankruptcy you kind of get it right you'd be like okay they need to cost cut when marvel had to sell off some of its characters yes it was probably annoying for them probably very very frustrating but they had to do it otherwise they wouldn't be survive wouldn't survive and be what they are today so you know business decisions okay fair enough you can kind of rationalize them but these are like all personal oligarchic capitalistic decisions and it's just very very weird to me um but, um, you know, luckily, some studios are very much coming to the table on this. Um, and some studios aren't part of the group that um, the WGA and SAG-AFTRA are striking against. So there's actually a number of movies that are still being worked on. I think A24 are working on two movies at the moment that um, are essentially outside of the, the issue. So I think Paul Rudd and... Um, oh, my gosh. I forgot in the air now. But there's a few actors who are working at the moment that it's actually very good for the cause because what it suggests is that these these requests aren't ludicrous. Look over there. Um, they're willing to do it. So, you know, um, I suppose this is a little bit of an episode on the SAG after and, and WGA strikes as well, I guess. Uh, I, 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 I feel very passionate about it because I don't know the whole detail. Not not claiming to. I'm not an actor myself. I am sort of a writer in that I like to write. I've never written for anything professionally, but it's very annoying to me to see someone basically disregard creativity because that's where I'm hoping to head. And it's very annoying to see that this field is only going to get less and less about creativity and more and more about profit margins. It already has across a number of years, as we, as we all know, but this is really get ahead now. Um, and it's weird. 
is very weird and I don't like it. Um, so I suppose I'm taking a little bit of a stance. I, it's weird because I still discuss all these things. The reason is, and I, and I know a lot of people will say, well, why do you discuss all these things? Why do you highlight these movies still, etc.? Because people have worked on these movies, right? People have put blood, sweat, and tears into these movies. The actors can't promote them under their strike. Um, uh, their strike, because um, there'll be a scab, I, I believe is the word. That their um, conditions, their conditions for striking. That's what I was trying to find the word for. Um, and I'm not necessarily promoting them. I'm analyzing them. And I think there's a difference. I'm not saying, hey, you should go and watch this. And maybe I have one or two points by accident. Like, like say, this is a really worthy movie. And basically that can be intimated as me saying, you should go and watch this. But I'm not trying to do that really. I'm trying to discuss what the movie is and whether I think it's worthwhile. And yeah, that can translate into you going to watch it or not. But I'm not, I mean, I think I come on here generally and talk about a fair, um, understanding of a movie yes sometimes they'll be biased because everyone has bias but i generally try to be fair for example i was watching guardians of the galaxy 3 again last night and i've got to be honest i i still really enjoy the movie i enjoyed it for more the second time around actually um but i think there's still a lot of places where the movie is very jarring and i will admit that and i'll, I'll say that and like i, I come in here and I, I say every time this is movie's good this movie's bad but here are some good slash or bad things about it, right? And so it's very hard because part of me is like, just stop talking about it. Maybe you should just stop talking about all these movies until there's a there's an end to it because you're essentially highlighting the movies. Every time a video is put, put on YouTube by one person, you're highlighting these movies, you're highlighting these studios. But I think actually, really, you know, you kind of have to, right? You kind of have to show these movies off still because... It's the thing we're, we're fighting for, in a sense, right? To discuss creativity, to engage in creativity, to think about what creativity is and what it should be, and and telling us and and deciding when things aren't perhaps the best, but deciding when some things are really great. And yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of slightly passionate about this. I don't get too passionate about things on here because I like to be analytic, but I think this is a really weird one. I keep saying weird as well, but this is a really a one where I, I'm like, this is like a point I care about, like, because let's say that, let's say the studios win, which I don't think they're going to because the actors will just keep on striking. I believe that. Um, but let's say the studios win. Where does film and TV and subsequently books and comics and everything go to mundaneity, no, not a lack of spontaneity and mass production of poor AI filled products and don't get me wrong I think AI is very useful I think it's a very interesting tool I, I have used it on occasion but it should have regulations and it should be used in certain ways yeah use an AI to get prompts but don't use it to write your whole script yeah use an AI to you know bat away ideas that you might not like for example, like, oh, what would this be? Would this be good? Like, and kind of like seeing if there's some kind of parallels with other things or whatever, right? AI is good for certain things. AI is kind of almost good for getting you on the path. Like, because AI is reading everything that's out there, right? And then deciding something. So like, if you were to read articles on every single book that ever existed, an AI could do that and then tell you, hey, these are kind of like the tropes of X, Y, and Z. 
and you'd be like, okay, brilliant, now I'll take those and subvert them or, or use them in a weird way. That's just pulling information from a computer still. But getting AI to write your script or an AI to act, essentially, and don't get me wrong, sometimes those are quite funny. We all, we all get it. But getting it to do it in real terms, in professional capacity, is just, it's crazy. It's crazy that we're even contemplating that. We know it's such a slippery slope. Before long, there'll be nothing, there'll be nothing worth watching, reading, being en- like enjoying, because like, it'll all be the same or similar or pulling from multiple different crazy things and making something even crazier that just doesn't make sense and isn't worthwhile. Like, crazy to me. I, I, I can't even begin to understand how someone would take that viewpoint, but that would be great. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I've had my little rant. We've discussed the, the delays at Marvel. Um, of course, it's delays across the board. Star Wars is looking to be okay in this regard so far because it doesn't really have loads and loads of projects that are on the go at the moment. Um, but it'll catch up to Star Wars. It'll catch up to other other um, stuff before long. It feels very much like how it felt during COVID right now, that everything shut down, you know, movie-wise, um, pop culture-wise, and that it's kind of like waiting to see how, how the, the, the lay of the land is. I didn't like it then. I don't like it now. I'm really hoping this is resolved sooner rather than later. But if it isn't, that is what it is. Uh, and I fully support the actors and fighters strike because I think it's it's a fundamental right to be created, in my opinion. It might not, you know, be something that is um, is kind of stated properly anywhere, um, but I believe it is, um, and it should be. And so, yeah, I think that's it for this episode, guys. I hope you guys have enjoyed. If you guys have any opinions on the strikes or Marvel delays, let me know. Thank you guys, as always, for watching slash listening, and I'll see you guys later. Bye, guys.